everybody. Welcome to Atomic Mommy. I'm your host, Kim, and today we'll be talking about virtual learning, hybrid schedules, and the school stops that are occurring across the board for all teenagers. And joining me today is my husband and co-host, Bill, as well as our teenage daughter, Savannah. Savannah, thank you for joining us. Um, no problem. <laughs> Hi, Sav. Hi, Bill. <laughs> All right, so Savannah, let's let's get down to it. Let's talk about what it's been like for you as a teenage girl, um, as a freshman in high school, with virtual learning, your hybrid schedule, and you know, going in and out of school physically. What is, what has it been like for you? Um. Honestly, I just feel like it's a lot of work because we, like, my high school only goes into school, like, two days a week, which I think is really stupid because why would we only go two days? But whatever. It's whatever they wanted, and I don't know. It's hard to keep up with the work. Well, which work is harder to do, the online or the in-person? Probably online. Because my teachers just, like, throw stuff at us and say, here, do this, do this, do this. It's due by 11.59. So. Is it due on the same day? Yeah. Now, are they getting in touch with you to assist you if you have problems? Um, yeah, they hold, like, these um, Zoom meetings for extra help if you need it. But I just feel like learning, like if we're going to learn something new, it's so much easier in person. Right. Do you feel like you have learned anything through the virtual schooling? No, nothing at all. You don't think you're retaining really anything? Uh, No, because honestly, every single student can just look something up and you're not really learning like that. So basically, you get... A question or an assignment posed to you you can search it on your computer get everything you need and just kind of repeat exactly what you're you're saying without having to retain it yeah so sal let me ask you this question um does the coronavirus scare you do you care if you go back to school full-time like what has that been like for you um does coronavirus scare me yes and no because, well, mostly yes, because you can be, like, asymptomatic and you could still have it, which is scary because you'd never know that you have it unless you get tested. So that's what scares me. And going back to school full-time, I would love that because I need, like, human interactions again. And, but I feel like that would put a lot of people in danger. Like, not only one person, but their families and like other people that they see that'll put everyone in danger. So are you saying your family's interactions are not enough? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not enough. <laughs> so do you fear you said you fear the coronavirus because, you know, you may have it but you're you're asymptomatic. Now, if you're asymptomatic, it means it's not really affecting you. Are you more afraid of carrying it and infecting others? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, do you, so you want to be back in school full time is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Just not at the expense of getting everyone sick. Um, or do you think we sh that you should go back to school anyway and they should put something in place other than mask wearing? Well, I don't really think there's anything else that you can do other than social distancing, mask wearing, unless you're just not going to go at all. So would you rather be 100% virtual? If it was to protect other people, then yeah, of course. So is that why you think it, it was stupid to do two days a week and then the other three hybrid and virtual? Yeah. All right, so let me ask you this other question. What about sports? Have sports stopped completely? Are they still having any type of practices, even if it's one or one day a week or five kids? Like, what is it like? I know the sports that I play, they got canceled completely because... I don't, I don't even know why they got canceled. They were, we were never told why, but I know basketball in my school started up again, but you're, you're not allowed any like spectators, I guess you could say. Okay. So it's really only the kids playing and the coaches coaching. Um, so, okay. So, all right. So what sports did you play that got canceled out? Um, volleyball got canceled completely until like, next month but we started in august so it's been a while and um i used to cheer like during corona and it was the sport was kind of coming to an end so they just sort of carried out with it what about softball i know you played softball is that coming back in uh, I think they're going to try, but I'm not quite sure how long that's going to last. Okay. When you were at the practices and the sports were still going on, were you guys required to wear masks, social distance? How did that, how did that work? Um, so basically I'll use, um, volleyball as an example, okay. because that's just the one that I remember most. Um, so we were required to wear masks. Um, if we were closer than six feet to each other, but we could take them off, like when we're actually doing the sport, which is kind of weird. But indoor or outdoor? Uh, it was indoor. Okay, so what was weird about the whole mask thing? Because we were all in the same facility, mm -hmm. and if we were gonna take off our masks, and there was. There's no point because it's the same thing as, um, like you're still gonna spread it around. We're all in, we're we're all inside into the in the same building, so I I just thought it didn't make any sense. Right. So whether you, so basically, there's no point. You shouldn't. You feel you shouldn't have taken the masks off at all. Yeah, if because we were we were indoors. Yeah. What about what about the requirements to play on the field when they started back in August? I remember there were some requirements. Do you remember what they are? Uh, no, I don't remember. I think it was like a form, a COVID form, right? Oh, yeah. And then they do yeah. a temperature check. Oh, uh, yeah. But did they do that even for the indoor practices? Yeah. Every single sport like that was that had started and people were playing inside or outside, you had to fill out a COVID form, which was like, do you have any symptoms of coronavirus? 
Um, have you traveled anywhere in the past 14 days? Do you have a family member that has corona? And stuff like that. And then they take your temperature. And if you were over a certain temperature, they would send you home. And if you were the average temperature, obviously, you would be allowed. So what about at the end of the school day? Like, so say your class, I know your class ends at like 1245 for the day and you're completely done. And those two days that you're in school, you come out. Are people still gathering? Are friends still gathering at the gate? Are they hanging out? Are they walking in groups home? Like, how's that been? Um, so what they try to do, I know my principal does this a lot. He usually stands outside of the school and he like, he tries to get as many people off of school grounds. And like, I think their idea of it is that, um, if you're going to meet up with someone, do it somewhere outside of school, because then that would be on your, like, that would be your own fault if you got someone sick. Okay. I mean, I get that. That's important. Yeah. So I have, um... The reason this episode's happening, um, and Bill, we were talking about this earlier, is the fact that a lot of articles and big um, big publishers are putting out this information about how kids and teenagers are the ones who are really suffering during this whole COVID lockdown and quarantine and the virtual schooling. I know the New York Times had some article out recently as well regarding like how parents are struggling through it. But I wanted to focus on what it's like for a teenager and you know, how you feel during this whole process and everything. So tell us a little bit about what the feeling has been like so far this school year. Um, I think this is just, like, I, no, wait, I don't think it's just me, but I feel like a lot of kids are just over the whole virtual learning thing and they want to be back in school because I know a lot of kids and a lot of my friends personally they they've said that they never thought they'd miss school so much until quarantine happened. So I feel like I feel like um, students and teenagers and like they're just missing the idea of going to school, being inside a classroom with other kids, being being able to talk to your teachers face to face, and just like even down to like the simplest things, like being able to interact with other kids in the hallways. Now you can't even do that at home. Like I'm pretty sure everyone's tired of their families already. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. How do you feel about your families? I'm sure that, uh, Oh my gosh. <laughs> so are you tired of everybody? Cause you, you have two families. So you have your, your real dad and your stepmom, and then you have me, your real mom, and then your stepdad here. And then you have a bunch of brothers and sisters in between. How many sisters and brothers do you have? I have how many? One, two, three. Wait. Four <laughs> sisters and one brother. Okay. So what has it really been like for you, not just to go back and forth sharing, cust- you know, between the custody and everything, but also having to deal with the fact that you have little a little brother and sister. How old is Aubrey and Aiden now? Um, Aubrey is going to be three this month, and Aiden just turned one years old. Okay, and then you have your other sisters here. How old are they? Um, one is 13, the other one is 6, and the other one is 4, So would I you think? feel like you're the only uh, teenager who's really, um, I guess, well, you're in high school, so do you feel separate, like completely separate from everyone else? Do you feel like you need to um, experience life differently than the way the rest of them are? 
Um, between, like, my siblings? Yeah, between your siblings. Like, do you feel that, you know, because you guys are all together a lot now, do you feel like you don't get to be a teenager the way you would have if there was no coronavirus? Um, yeah, for the most part, yeah. Why is that? Because as a teenager, I would still obviously have to be with my family all the time. But I feel like with being with them so much, this is going to sound like a really teenager thing to say, it's, but it's holding me back on things that I could be doing. And on top of quarantine, being stuck in a house all day with them, it's it's kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so what are what are things that you would like to be doing personally? Um, going out with my friends, um, you know, sleeping over my friends' houses, um, just being out and about, being able to walk around, like, in the middle of the day after school, um, just not having to worry about the pandemic, and even like walking home with my friends, I know my friends are a lot of, like a lot of them are hesitant to walk home together because they're scared they're gonna like they're gonna bring something home. So even that, it's it's just it's weird. <laughs> now, <clears throat> being that we are a little over a year now into the pandemic, um, do you have a little? Do you have anxiety? More anxiety now than you did back then? Do you feel more confident now about going out than you did about a year ago? Um, I wouldn't say more confident now. Like, obviously, there's, a, like, a little less of a worry because it's, well, before it died down, before another, uh, before it peaked again. But now with the vaccine now, I think that I'm more nervous to go out because I don't, I really watch the news a lot, but from what I've heard, there's like a lot more that we should expect, like that we should expect from the vaccine. Like, what do you mean by that? Like there's obviously with every single medication you take, there's going to be side effects, but I feel like personally, I don't, know all of them and i feel that how would i even put that into words like so are you concerned so now is has the concern um moved more towards the side effects of the vaccine than the virus itself um for me pretty much because that's what people are focused about now. They're not focused about the, the pandemic itself. They're focused about what the vaccine's going to do, if it's going to help us or not. Mm -hmm. So you feel like that amount of information that's getting pushed out there is starting to freak you out more than just the pandemic itself? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I understand that. It's it's kind of scary to, to think you might get a shot and end up with a, a weird side effect. I get that. So how how does your... Okay, so last year... We went from being in school in February in 2020 to all of a sudden at the end of March, April, it went to um, virtual schooling and quarantine and things like that, shut down and lockdown of the state versus now where we have a little bit of flexibility where 
we can go out to a restaurant at 25% capacity in the movies and and uh actually just up to 35. When did they up that? This week. And oh. they eliminated the 10 p.m. curfew? Curfew. There was a 10 p.m. curfew? I didn't know there was a curfew for, either. For like restaurants and stuff they just looked at. Oh, it. for restaurants and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, right. you meant... Oh. No, no, no. no. Okay, because so... I remember when there was like an 8 p.m. curfew or something. Well, that was during the entire state lockdown. That was not the same thing as like recently. Yeah. But so how do you feel like when we go out, we go out with you and we take you and your sisters out and we go out to restaurants. Do you feel confident that you can enjoy um, dining in an in a restaurant safely versus going back to school physically in person five days a week? Which one do you feel is more secure? Um... Or do you feel that they're, neither one is secure and they're both equal? Yeah, I feel like both of them are like equally not as secure as the state would hope for them to be. So do you think that it's um, smart to go back to school now or should we wait till we have more immunizations? I feel like we should wait a little longer because we're not entirely sure like what the like how like the, how the vaccine's gonna work and god forbid like it peaks again then what are we gonna do we're gonna go back to all virtual and these kids that were having human interactions they're gonna go back to being stuck at home again so even if it's like for the human interaction thing like they're talking to other kids and they're out of their house for for what was like a long time and um I feel like if that just all goes downhill again we're gonna be right back where we started giant circle all right so let me ask you this your emotions are are where where would you say your emotions are are you happier now um that you have more time to do some of your extra your like extracurricular activities that you do at home or were you happier going to school and every day and, you know, coming home and two hours later going to cheering, two hours later doing homework till 11, 12 o'clock at night? Which one were you happier with? At the beginning of quarantine, I was happier being home because, yay, no school. But I look back on it now and I'm like, wow, I really miss school. Like, I really miss the, I guess you could say misery. Like, I don't think that's a good word, but... <laughs> Um, cool. Yeah, like I miss waking up and saying, oh, I have to go to school, you know, that's, that's what I miss. Well, I can and... wake you up like that every day if you want. <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. Because you don't have so to do, do that. We miss going to school is the question. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, well, what about how you feel? about everything changed. So you know how school opened in September, and then they had a shutdown. What has that been like for you? Is it like well, Andy and then you're mid-lick and I take it away? Like, what is it like? Well, that's exactly what it's like. But um, when we first went back to school, like back in September when they tried, I knew it wasn't going to last long. We were going to go there for one day and then they were going to close again. So I wasn't really expecting anything of that. But it's like... How would I... It's like you said, it'd be like you have a candy mid lick and then someone takes it away from you. It's like something that you have been looking forward to and then 
someone just says, oh, you can't have this. Let me take it away from you. So it's it's almost like um, an empty-ish feeling, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's a good description. So, so is... I forgot what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> is seeing your friends in person at school two days a week... Um, do you get more joy out of that? Um, and then, you know, when it, when everything shuts down again, then you're all virtual. So is going to school, is it worth going to school for those two days for that little bit of enjoyment for it just to be taken away at the blink of an eye unexpectedly? Or would you rather, um just be all virtual this way you're accustomed to it already and you're you're going through the motions and then uh you know hoping that there's some light at the end of the tunnel to where everything goes back to to normal more or less um i like going back to school for two days because we, like you said i get to see my friends i get to have interaction with other kids at my age but I also feel like hope can only take you so far. Mm-hmm. So like we're we're almost a year or a little over a year into quarantine. The hope that people had at the beginning of quarantine that didn't really take us anywhere. That pretty much put us in a giant circle. And so I feel like if we're not smart about what we do and how we handle the situation, especially now with the vaccine out, I feel like we're never. It's like a like an infinite loop. Like so an we're, endless cycle. So we're never yeah. Normal, in other words. This is our. If new- we, if we don't handle it the right way, then yeah, this is the new normal. Okay. But it is worth going to the school for those, the, basically that that brief enjoyment. Well, I mean, a good a with good the risk of it being taken away well, for longer periods of time. She said, "Yeah, but like, yeah. think about it this way, babe. Um, I put a filet mignon medium in front of you, and you take yeah. one bite." <laughs> Yeah. You know, if you haven't had that for a whole year and then all of a sudden you get that one bite, even if they take the whole steak away, how would you feel for that one bite? Is that better than nothing? Right. And I, I, I don't know. For you. I mean, for you personally, for, oh, you love me, steak. Would I, hmm. Say you hadn't had steak for a whole year and then someone comes along with this juicy, fat steak. Well, it's, it's, it, you know, <laughs> do, you, do you view the glasses half full or half empty? I don't know. I mean, Sad, what what do you think? I'm more you are or less. Like? I'm more of the guy that sees things as you know half full, so for the most part. <laughs> I don't think so you'd be saying that in front would, of a steak. <laughs> for that little piece of steak, I think I you know because you never know when you're gonna get it again, so sure. you may might as well take advantage of it. I think I'm the opposite of that. I'm more like the half the the glasses half empty. Is that the saying? I think that's the saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm always I I hope I tend to hope for the best, and but I always plan for the worst. And yeah. nine out of ten times, I'm not disappointed because the worst usually happens. Uh, yeah, and then if you know, with this whole quarantine thing, if they're not go if you're not going back or you're you're completely restricted from doing something, you can get into a routine. Yeah. And you can kind of get used to it and, and numb to it. Well, let's talk about routine. <clears throat> let's talk about your schedule, Savannah. What is it like with your virtual schedule? Do you change classes every day or do you have the same exact schedule Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Because those are your virtual days. Um, For virtual learning? Yeah. 
Um, I have the same classes every single day. As opposed to your sister, Madison, who had something happen the other day. What happened the other day with her schedule? Um, she thought it was the hybrid, a hybrid day, not an all virtual day. But basically how that works in my school is we have two different groups and it goes alphabetically. So on Mondays and Tuesdays, half of the school, if you didn't choose to go all virtual, half of the school goes to school. And you usually have like double classes, like your odd numbered classes, you have double of them, which is like an hour long, I think. Um, and then it's the same thing for the second group, just on Thursdays and Fridays. How do you guys keep track of that? How do you, I mean, what's the difference between hybrid and virtual? So Wednesdays are all virtual for you and your sister. And then Mondays and Tuesdays, you're home anyway because it's still virtual. You're in a different group, the two of you. You're on the Thursday-Friday group that goes into school. So how – so in her instance, let me explain that. On Wednesday, she was she was 100% virtual or at least supposed to be, but she got so confused she thought she was on the Monday-Tuesday schedule block and then logged into those classes. But shouldn't they be the same from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Um. I don't know. At first, when I heard the schedule for our school, I was super confused why they couldn't just, like, not make it so confusing. But um, I feel like it's like with everything else, like, it becomes a routine, and then sometimes you forget a step of the routine. So I feel like it's just, it's it'll take some time to adjust. How, how do you adjust, or how, does, how has it been for you to adjust this past year? To my schedule or? Yeah, to your schedule. Um. I, do you know your schedule? Yeah, or do you need a lot? I, I know my schedule. Okay, so you can go from class to class each day without an issue. Yes. And you don't need to set an alarm on your phone or anything to tell you when it's time for the next class? No. Do you Do you feel like you're able to focus while you're in bed or <laughs> sitting in your pajamas or is it more like you can't focus because all you want to do is lay back down um yeah i can't focus because all i want to do is go back to sleep and i have done that before fell asleep in the middle of a class which <laughs> is not fun at all do you get marked absent when you get when you fall asleep um usually if I fall asleep, I make sure I'm logged into the class at the beginning of the period, so I'm not marked late or absent for the entire day. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I accidentally fall asleep during the end of the class, so it's just me and the teacher in the Google Meet. And then <laughs> I, w- I wake up, and it's like the second half of the second period, and I'm just like, oh, i got to get out of this Google Meet. Really quick. Good to know you just gave yourself up, child. Yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time. Mommy walks in on uh, me and my sister sleeping all the time. Yeah, and I have to like constantly, what? What are you doing? <laughs> gotcha. Right. Um. So, what are your hopes for the end of this year? Like, do you want them to send you back to school? Are you still feeling empty? Have you found anything that takes up your time at home so that you're not stuck with everybody all the time? Like, what is all of that? Um. Hopes for the end of this year. It's February. Um, I just have to ask myself what month it was. But um, I 
hope that we'll get somewhere with this whole coronavirus thing and maybe oh my god and maybe um i don't know like try to get more out of the the in-school thing the hybrid schedule try to get a little more out of it maybe go maybe have like the same days but like a full day um and what was the other question i was paying attention like what have you <clears throat> what have you been doing to fill up your time while at home so that you don't go crazy oh i go into my basement and play my guitar is that all for hours on end <laughs> is that all you do uh yeah pretty much and i watch youtube i've um because i have nothing else to do i watch youtube and i discover like six thousand new youtubers every single day (laughs) so what advice would you give to somebody you know your age out there that's having maybe a more difficult time than you are and you know how they can cope and maybe adapt to what's been going on um if you're at home just try to think about um what made you happy um before quarantine like besides going to school and being with your friends and stuff try to pick up a new hobby maybe cuz i know over quarantine i picked up the uh guitar and bass so music for it music helps me cope with it this whole thing. So I just maybe pick up a new book and start reading it. And maybe you'll get into the author and you'll start reading more of their works and stuff. So I feel like you just need to open your mind and be a little bit more accepting to things that could possibly help you um, get your mind off of the stress of coronavirus. And uh, lastly, what would you like to see your parents do for you um, to keep your hopes up, to keep you in good spirits? Um, Not sign me up for guitar lessons. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my bad. Um, To lift my spirits? I don't know. Maybe. Well, wait, that's a really good question. Why didn't you want guitar lessons? Has... Has this whole quarantine lockdown uh, given you anxiety to go back out there and try to see people in person? Yeah, because me and my friend were actually talking about this the other day, how being social distance, being inside and just being away from people and wearing masks, it's just become so normal. It's weird to not to go outside and not have a mask on to like even in your own backyard. It's just so weird to go back to what normal was before coronavirus. And like we said earlier, like this is the new normal. Hmm. For now, at least, I hope. So what else do you want your parents to do for you then to keep your energies high and for you not to feel hopeless? Like what are some things that maybe your dad and I, your stepdad and stepmom could do for you? Mm. Let me sleep. <laughs> what else? Um, I don't know, because everything that I can think of involves going outside into the world, and I'm just not up to. I'm not up for that right now. And uh, like, I don't know. 
And maybe that's a good way to leave it then. You, you're not sure of what your family could do for you to help you keep your spirits up and just to let you sleep more. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I, I do all of the, oh, let me enjoy myself. I feel like I do it for myself because I know what I want. No one else can read my mind. And I don't really know how to communicate that. Like how, what someone else can do for me to make me not like to make me make me enjoy myself um i don't really know what i would tell someone else well if you come up with something tell us yeah <laughs> if i can remember yes. but you know what I, I gotta say i think that we're both proud of you for being able to keep yourself in spirits and good spirits and keep yourself entertained and Definitely. and uh you're able to communicate as well as you are well I'm very scared to leave this room now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Savannah, for joining in on the call. And Bill, do you have any final notes you want to add? Uh, no. I was uh, very pleased with her responses. Um, <laughs> thank you for being honest and open. Yeah, she did a great job. I thought that um, a lot of uh, it offers her. It offers everybody. My, my, my heart's beating very fast right now. <laughs> Like well, getting anxiety from this. Wait till you hear yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hate it. I hate my voice. Yeah. Well, that is really the end of our episode. So thank you very much to my co-host Bill and our teenage daughter Savannah. And uh, that is it. Thank you very much for listening to Atomic Mommy. We hope you listen to our next episode next week. We'll see you next time. Bye.